This is Fullness of Life, discussing topics important to your life of faith and ways to grow in a life of grace. Join us each month as we inspire listeners to a deeper relationship with the Lord to live His fullness of life. Now, here's your host, Letty Medina. Welcome, everyone. This is Letty Medina with Fullness of Life on 88.5 FM WSFI Catholic Radio. And this month, uh, we are entering the month of October. And for the month of October, we celebrate Our Lady of the Rosary, or the Feast of the Holy Rosary. Um, So I have the wonderful opportunity to interview my oldest daughter, Rachel, who got married about a month ago. And (laughs) I am also interviewing her new husband, Jeremy Fisher, and that doesn't roll off my tongue quite yet. (laughs) But welcome, Jeremy and Rachel. Hello. Thank you. Hi. So happy happy to to have you guys. So the reason that I wanted to have these two come and share uh, a bit about their love of Mother Mary and their love of the rosary is because as they prepared for their wedding day, they prayed a 54-day rosary novena. So I was quite impressed by that. And it was funny because I was praying and saying, Lord, who should I interview for this show about the Holy Rosary? And then all of a sudden it became very clear uh, that these two were, were the ones. So why don't we start with a little bit of background? So Jeremy, mm-hmm. why don't you share a little bit about your background, how you were raised in the church and kind of maybe if you can even remember when you first encountered the rosary. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I hadn't thought about that. But the first, I mean, we I grew up Catholic. My parents brought us to church on Sundays. We They were good at, we did confession twice a year too, you know, but pretty lukewarm for the most part. Um, but we definitely prayed the, I knew the rosary. I Maybe it was from St. Gilbert because we went, Rachel and I went to St. Gilbert uh, Catholic school together, and I remember doing it there. So I don't remember much doing it at home, but I it, it was there, right? There were sure. building blocks there, I guess you could say. Um, but it wasn't until high school when we started. Letty brought um, uh, me, Rachel, and a bunch of other teens to to youth uh, Steubenville youth conferences, and that's where my love of the Lord grew. Um, and then, especially in college, after my freshman year, I was at Purdue University and had a pretty radical conversion. Um, thanks to Our Lady and Our Our Lord in the Eucharist. Uh, and that's definitely when the rosary became more important, started praying it more fervently, more um, consistently, I guess you could say. Uh, but yeah, then I ended up um, going to, I transferred to Franciscan University a year after that, that conversion moment. Uh, I knew Rachel. She was the cool kid. I was so cool. She was so cool. <laughs> no, she was the... I, don't, I grew up with her going to school. She was a year older. Uh, and just one day it, it changed. And uh, we offered... Actually, to go with that, though, we offered our uh, our dating before we started dating to the Blessed Mother, like a month before we started dating. Um, so she really was... The Blessed Mother was really at the cornerstone of this relationship and this marriage. So... Uh, yeah, then we dated for four years, got married in August, August 22nd, the Queenship of Mary. Um, and here we are. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that background. Rachel, do you remember kind of when you started? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> My awesome. first memory of the rosary, before I even truly knew what the rosary was, is mom driving us around and very quietly going, 
<laughs> and I was like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you saying? Oh, I'm praying the rosary. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I was like, that sounds nice, whatever. Anyways, we started praying it more and more as a family, maybe not consistently, but my mom had, well, you, you had a great devotion to the Blessed Mother, yes. um, especially after your conversion through Medjugorje. So I then kind of had an inclination um, or a tendency to kind of run to her in my own prayer life. I went to Medjugorje when I was a senior in high school. I went again for the second mm. time when I studied abroad in Austria through my university, Franciscan. And then I went for a third time uh, the year after I graduated Franciscan. And each time I just grew closer and closer to the Blessed Mother. She is definitely my go-to um, when I feel alone, when I need comfort, when I'm asking for petitions. Um, uh, yeah, she has never failed me. And I, I have a very fervent love for her. Jeremy brought up that when, right before we had started dating, we, mm -hmm. um, I, I was not sure if we were supposed to date or not. So I just said, Jeremy, do you mind if we take this next month to offer up not our relationship, nothing romantic to the Blessed Mother, but our friendship. I just want to offer our friendship to the Blessed Mother and see what she does with it. And after that month was over, we ended up dating. That first year of our dating relationship, we ended up consecrating ourselves to her on the Queenship of Mary, which is August 22nd. And mm -hmm. then four years down the road, that's when we got married. To the day. How yeah, beautiful. so we were able to reconsecrate ourselves on the day of our wedding. And uh, we we did a 54-day rosary novena leading up to that for our children, for our marriage, and for the breaking of any type of generational sin that might affect us in our own and our Walk. children. And, yeah, beautiful. For beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's really wonderful that here you are in your mid to late 20s, mm -hmm. you know, and you're, you have a strong devotion to this beautiful form of prayer. And yet uh, there's many, many Catholics that don't really have much of a devotion to the rosary. It's a bit of a, a challenging prayer, right? It it's takes very hard. It takes <laughs> twenty to thirty minutes mm -hmm. of your day to sit down and pray it uh, with intention. But I think it's a beautiful thing that you, both of you, through your love for Mother Mary, kind of uh, found this form of prayer um, a blessing in, in your journey, both individually and, and together. So one of the things I want to make sure that our listeners understand: so th the feast of the Holy Rosary is on October seventh. And again, the church has these feast days for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's trying to highlight important things. You guys chose to consecrate yourselves on the, the queenship of Mary. Mm -hmm. She's the queen mm -hmm. of heaven and earth, right? The, the church wants people to know that she's the queen and that we can turn to her and really she will go to the king of kings and mm -hmm. the Lord of lords for us mm -hmm. and really intercede yep. for us. So it's a beautiful thing for us as Catholics to grow in our understanding of these feast days. So a little bit of background, just for people to understand. So tradition has it that Mother Mary appeared to St. Dominic in the 1200s, early like 1208 is what I was reading, and that she shared with him that it, one of the things that was threatening the truth at that time was the group of Albigensians, and it was a, a heresy, that they were talking about that the only thing that was to be focused on was spiritual 
were body and spirit, but they said anything from the body, anything physical is evil Mm. because of original sin and all this and that it's not good and... That's heresy. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ came and was, he was incarnate. Flesh, right. He was flesh. He he made us holy yep. through that. So she appeared to St. Dominic supposedly, and she said, begin to pray my Psalter, which was um, uh, 150 Hail Marys with the Our Father in every decade. And so after that, he took that apparition, that encouragement for, from Mother Mary, supposedly, and he began to preach very strongly against the heresy of mm. uh, what they were teaching and, um, and began to encourage people to pray this rosary as a way to overcome this heresy. Uh, and to meditate on the mysteries. So that's the whole point, is that... So one of the complaints people will raise against the Holy Rosary is, oh, it's just boring and you're just mumbling these prayers mindlessly and mm-hmm. there's no why would you do that like that ha- can't bear any fruit mm-hmm. but you just said it rachel you're meditating mm-hmm. on the lives of jesus and mary mm-hmm. do you want to share a little bit about how that affects you in your prayer time yeah i mean in the beginning praying the rosary i i mean even now i still struggle i won't lie it's it's hard to pray it is but because it's so powerful like Mm -hmm. you know the harder it is the more beautiful and closer to the lord you are because it's a sacrifice to give your life to the lord and to give your time to the lord even just for 15 minutes even for 30 minutes so in the beginning it was really hard i could see how fast i could pray rosary you know what i mean Um, at least i'm at least i'm praying it (laughs) but the more i prayed the more i i wanted to truly take the time to meditate and so i did have like printouts that would help me reflect Reflect on the life of Jesus, on the joyful mysteries, on the visitation, on, you know, John the Baptist leaping for joy in the womb when he first recognized the presence of his Lord. And I could now meditate for 10 Hail Marys on how beautiful of a moment that was and my own recognition of the Lord in my life. You know, so it's it has helped me to truly recognize where the Lord has spoken to me or moved in me or um, just made himself known to me in my own life in little ways that are similar to the ways of Mary or to Mm -hmm. Jesus in his life, Mm -hmm. you know, walking this earth. Um, So it's helped me get closer. It's helped me be more reflective, meditative, and, um, you know, respectful of what I'm doing. It's not Mm -hmm. just, you know. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, it's funny, like, talking about it, like, when I think about the rosary, part of me thinks it's not that hard. Like, it's just, they, it's they, it's a formula put out for you. Like, I don't have to do anything on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I don't have to think about doing something. It's literally right there. You just say these words, and that's the prayer, right? But, Rachel, you're right. Like, there is something that is hard about it, which I think does talk to something deeper about it and kind of the power behind it. Um but what I think is super fascinating, what you're pointing at, Letty, about the rosary being both a vocal prayer and a meditative prayer, is that the Lord and Our Lady use it, at least in my own experience, use both of those aspects of prayer in different scenarios of where you're at in your life. And it's not only about you, too. It's not just about how you're feeling or how I've felt, you know, when you're praying the rosary. Um, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say, like, for example, is there's definitely times in my life that I 
like Rachel, you just want to, you, you feel like you have to pray rosary, but you don't really want to. So you just say it. You're not really meditating. You say like the third sorrowful mystery is the crowning of thorns or whatever, but you don't really meditate on it. You just kind of go through it and say it. But from my experience, like the Lord still uses that and yes. he takes those prayers. The blessed mother hears those prayers and she does what she does best. And that's poor graces upon whichever children, whether it's your family members or someone in China or Afghanistan <laughs> or something that needs those prayers. Well, you're just angry about the air conditioning. I don't know, something stupid. But then it's also such a beautiful prayer because there's times where, like you were kind of saying, Rach, you can really meditate on the life of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and of our, our Blessed Mother and get drawn super deep. So it's it's just an amazing prayer that has so many levels of, of that vocal, of being the repetitive and giving glory to our Lord and giving honor to Blessed Mother, yeah. but also like can really draw you to a deep closeness to God, you know, in that meditative state. It, it's a cool, yeah, it's a cool duplicity that it has. Yeah. yeah. I think Satan's biggest goal is to make it seem mundane when in mm-hmm. reality you could experience something new each and every time you pray mm-hmm. it. That's beautiful. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's the gospel, right? Like summed up all the mysteries. It's just Jesus's whole life is summed up and and that's what we're called to do is meditate on the gospel. Exactly. And so again, for our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with praying the rosary on a regular basis. So just a real short recap. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there are four different sets of mysteries now, and there are the joyful mysteries. There's the uh, luminous mysteries. There's the sorrowful mysteries about his passion and death. And then there's the glorious mysteries about his resurrection and ascension into heaven. And then the Holy spirit coming down and mother Mary dying and being assumed up into Mm -hmm. heaven and becoming the queen. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's so much richness. If Mm -hmm. you start at the beginning, when he, on the first joyful mystery, the angel Gabriel appears to Mary to announce Mm -hmm. that she is to be the mother of God, right? And you go all the way through his you know, life and some of the biggest miracles, the changing of water into wine, the transfiguration when they saw him in a glorified state. Like there's so much beauty mm-hmm. in meditating on the whole thing mm-hmm. and to that glorious resurrection that we all cling to as our future, right? Mm-hmm. That someday we're going to have resurrected bodies too mm-hmm. and we're going to be with Lord for all eternity. Like how beautiful yeah, is exciting. that? It's exciting. Yeah, it is. It's, it's amazing. And so we, we share these, we create these radio shows because we're trying to draw and invite people to fullness of life. That's the name mm. of this show, right? And fullness of life is Jesus Christ. That's the bottom yep. line. He is the fullness of everything. And so when we pray the rosary, we will grow. I mean, it isn't always going to be filled with Holy Spirit moments mm. and you're going to have dry moments and you're not going to want to pray it. Um, but the benefits far outweigh the struggle. I mean, push through that, guys. We would strongly encourage people to pick up the rosary and pray it as part of their faith journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a gift. Definitely. And it's exactly what Jeremy said earlier. You know, it is a formula. Like the Lord came down and you read in the Bible that he first taught the disciples how to pray with the Our Father. Mm-hmm. This is how you pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed. Exactly. And that is a formula that was given to us by the Son of God. In very much similar way, this is a formula given to us by the Blessed Mother to grow closer 
to her, but more importantly to her son still. It's not, it's, it's never supposed to be focused on the blessed mother, but she's constantly focused on her son. Yep. And it's, you know, when you're struggling with your own prayer life, when you're struggling to say, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to pray. I don't know. We'll start with the Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. And if you break the Hail Mary down, right, and you look at the first half of it, it is the greeting of Gabriel yep. to Mother Mary to announce that she is going mm-hmm. to be, you know, the mother of God, your womb. Yeah, and, and her going, cousin Elizabeth. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then the second half is her cousin Elizabeth, mm-hmm. where she goes to visit her, recognizing she's older, she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle that she's pregnant. And then... And the spirit inspires Elizabeth to say those beautiful words. And so, again, it's it's a remarkable gift that we're given that isn't always going to be easy to turn to. But we're here to encourage people, grow in your devotions to these things that have been handed us from heaven. Because there's a reason for it. And for those who think, well, I want to go closer to Jesus, not Mary, trust me. You will grow so close to Jesus through Mary if you pray the rosary. That's, it's like it's the same. I mean, Mary always points to Jesus. Always. I find myself personally when I pray the rosary. You're, I mean, you say Hail Mary fifty times, but I feel like I find myself more meditating on the life of Christ. I mean, because most of the mysteries are about the life of Christ, exactly. right? So yeah, it's just this perfect uh, blending, I guess. Yes, it's a beautiful thing, and again. It's about time for a commercial break, but don't go away. When we come back, we'll have Rachel and Jeremy share a little more about why they chose to pray the 54-day novena in preparation for their marriage, as well as some of the blessed experiences they've had. And we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the saints and, and their love for the rosary. So thank you so much. This is Letty Medina with Fullness of Life. We'll be right back after this short break. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. A prayer for deliverance with Father John Grigas. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, we just ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit to come down upon us, the intercession of Our Lady and of all the saints and angels, and we come against any influence of the occult or the new age that might have infiltrated any of our listeners, their children, their grandchildren, their nieces, nephews, brothers, and sisters, and families, and we bind Satan and all of his minions in any way that have bound any of these individuals or their families in this occult practices, and we invoke Mother Mary. Also, in all the saints, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, I just break all bounds and all influences of the new age upon any one of our listeners. And may they be broken in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May He send upon them the grace of the Holy Spirit to free them. And may our Mother Mary place her mother in the mantle to protect them and crush the head of the evil one as she was promised to do so in Genesis after the fall. Amen. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. 
Call 847-548-NAT. 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Welcome back, everyone. This is Letty Medina with Fullness of Life on 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I'm here with Jeremy and Rachel Fisher, who are sharing their love of Our Lady and their love of the Holy Rosary. So why don't we kind of talk a little bit, Jeremy, about why you guys decided to pray a 54-day Rosary Novena in preparation for your marriage. Yeah, of course. So like we kind of touched on before the break, Mary's been part of our relationship. Really, her hands have just been completely in it, leading us, guiding us closer to her son. Um, and the one story, though, that I will always remember for myself, I, I went to Medjugorje as well in 2017. Yeah, 2017. I was studying abroad in Austria, um, and I went, and Rachel, we were dating at the time, what, we've been dating for like a year, maybe? Um, eight months. Eight months. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not that yeah, I remember. Eight months. <laughs> um, but uh, she'd written a bunch of letters for me to open at different points during the trip, which was very cute and very sweet. But there was one specifically she had me open when I was at the top of Cross Mountain in Medjugorje. And it was a very powerful experience. She wrote, not to share too much, but she wrote just how she'd been praying for her future husband and, and asking the Blessed Mother to intercede and been praying rosary since like high school. And she'll share a little bit in a little bit about that. But, um, and it was just really overwhelming. And, and I felt like this woman had been praying for me I mean, we didn't get married for three years later, but this woman had been praying for me um, when I was going through all my baggage back in the day. And it was very emotional, very apparent Mary's uh, blessing and uh, comfort, I guess, and her mantle placed upon me. And so the rosary definitely became a very uh, big part of our relationship. And we prayed it. We tried to pray. Like she's, It's not always easy, but we try to pray together. Um, and so then when we did get engaged this past January, we definitely wanted to do something in preparation during, you know, just our normal wedding prep. We wanted to do something that was more uh, personal and intimate uh, and something that we could do to really dedicate the rest of our engagement to the Blessed Mother and to our Lord and prepare ourselves for marriage. To get to and dedicate our, our lives. Our lives, yeah, right, to prepare our whole lives for it. And um so we felt, I think we heard about the 54-day Rosa Novena, pretty popular thing among Frannies, as they call us, Franciscan students. And um, and I think it's from Pope Leo the Thirteenth. He he definitely propagated it in the late 1800s. Um, and essentially what it is, it's uh, three, six novenas. So nine days of prayer. So there's six of them. And you do three novenas. And you just do a rosary each day in thank or asking Mother Mary for a certain petition. So we asked for three things specifically for healing of any past sins from our family and from whatever we've brought into our lives, for our marriage, just that we may be holy and bring each other to Christ, and for our future children. And then it's three more novenas of Thanksgiving, thanking our Blessed Mother for answering our prayer. Um, yeah, and like Rachel said, we wanted to dedicate our whole lives to the Blessed Mother because... Well, I know myself, and I'm not good at loving without the Blessed Mother, and um, yeah, I want to love Rachel as best as I can, so um, that was kind of our reasoning, and it was tough, but we, it was, like, the Blessed Mother was so, 
apparent and with us for sure. We were very committed. We were very, very committed. And I think it was because we were praying not just for ourselves. We were Mm. praying very, very specifically for our children, for our marriage, for our family trees and the breaking of any generational sin and the healing of hearts. We were not praying for ourselves. We were praying for those we love. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm just going to jump in here. So, and in a, in a world where so often in today's world, number one, people are choosing not to get married in the church mm-hmm. or there's a lot of these destination weddings and it's all focused on the party or the, the romance or, or whatever. And not to criticize, but the fact that you had the foundation of faith that you both have to be able to really know that you're preparing for a lifelong journey, which is not easy, mm-hmm. right? And you're no. saying, Mother Mary, we need you. Yeah, <laughs> We want you from the very beginning yeah. to help us prepare for the trials. We're going to mm-hmm. face trials as a married couple. Everyone yeah. does. So it's a what a beautiful witness that is. Yeah. Well, Mom, you're the one I feel as though started it out in us because you... Mm-hmm brought us before the Lord when we were children, me and my siblings, and you said, lady, I give them to you. Mm -hmm. And you consecrated us to her, you know, when we were young. And so even more so, I thought, well, I'm going to get ahead of the game. I'm consecrating my future children before they're even alive to the (laughs) blessed mother. Beat my mom to it. Yeah. (laughs) That's beautiful. mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's got to make Mother Mary so happy. Yeah, It's made such a difference in my life and in my walk with the Lord. I think about if you had never been converted and what a wild child I would be. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So praise God for her intercession in your life and therefore in mine and in all generation to come. Amen. Amen. In fact, I was singing, listening to this, the song, The Blessing, you Mm -hmm. know, and that beautiful song. And for anyone who hasn't heard that song, it's, May his blessing be upon you and, and your children and their children and their, and their children for a thousand Whoa. generations. Like I get emotional when mm-hmm. I hear that song mm-hmm. because that's what I'm praying for all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want all our future generations to be blessed mightily mm-hmm. because of the faith that we're trying to live out. And so Mother yeah. Mary has been a big part of it. Yeah, there, there's this really beautiful quote from Pope Pius XI, and it says, If you desire peace in your hearts, in your homes, in your country, assemble each evening to recite the rosary. Let not one day pass without saying it, no matter how burdened you may be with any cares and labors. And that's that's why we prayed it, you know. That's why we prayed specifically the 54-day rosary novena, because we wanted that peace in our hearts, in our marriage, in our children's lives, um, and in the rest of our friends and families and we're you know not praying it right now as often but we do want and we are striving to get back to that exactly yeah yeah well i mean to speak on that real quick is we've talked about that since doing the 54 day rosary novena just like practical help like it's nice to have a goal not trying to just do something i this is like life i guess but just trying to do something just because is tough always but if you have it like goal oriented it's mm-hmm. makes it a little bit easier and to put it in your schedule for sure like we talked about it it is kind of challenging because it's 20 30 minutes so like to actually have it scheduled is helpful but i wanted to point what you guys were saying though and kind of what i was trying to say with the 54 day rosary novena which i don't think rachel you and i or, or letty or any of us will really see the effects maybe never 
maybe they'll go to somewhere else that we don't see until we go to heaven, but definitely the power of the rosary. I, I think that's something to definitely hit on in this month of October um, and how, you know, Our Lady, like we talked about, gave St. Dominic um, these prayers and and as through time and tradition of the church, it, it is what it is today. Um, but definitely the power, like you were saying from that quote, Rach, from Pope Pius, um, it brings peace into families. Like So that's another testimony is my own family, my nuclear family before I got married Six to Rachel. marriages. Totally. Like my parents' marriage was totally changed. Um, our family dynamic, just like our with our parents and stuff. Like we were always a tight-knit family. But once my mom started praying the rosary with Letty, the rosary lady, and all her <laughs> friends. No. But once she started praying with all those women, those holy women, and then my dad started praying it with her more, and then we would pray it as a family. And even during my party stage, and I would get up and leave because I would get all angsty. Um, it's still changed. You know, here we are now, you know, and it it, uh, it definitely brings peace to a family, and it changes hearts. Um, and you don't see it. And we talked about it it's so mundane sometimes, but it, there's it's it's inexplicable the power behind the rosary it's hard to hard to describe it or understand it yeah. but yeah well and you know one of the favorite quotes that i've heard about it is uh, padre pio mm. and he says it's the weapon mm. it's the yeah. weapon for our times right <laughs> okay i'll have to say this at one time we had finished praying the rosary and we were done and i like chucked it onto the couch and he was like don't throw the rosary. And I said, why? It's a weapon. <laughs> and I go, I go, okay, so if you had an assault rifle, you're just going to throw it on the couch. Or you have a sword, you're just going to chuck it on the ground. I was like, that's not how you treat it's, a weapon. It's my weapon. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yes, I should think about that. That's funny. What else, Rachel? I know you've had some beautiful experiences, mm-hmm. even as a high school student. Yeah, um, this was when I started truly falling in love with the rosary myself, was when I was in high school. I was a junior in high school, and one day, I had a spiritual director back way when, and even now it's the same spiritual director, but he started challenging me on trying to deepen my prayer life, and I was really struggling with that. I was really having a hard time. And one day I was driving home and out of nowhere found myself turning into our church, which is St. Paul the Apostle at the time. And I, or one of our churches, we went to a few, but I found myself turning in there, went into the chapel, knelt down and just started praying the rosary. And that became my habit each and every day. I started going there after school before I went home because it was on the way and I prayed the rosary and the Lord started giving me these beautiful experiences where one day my guardian angel appeared and we prayed the rosary together. And then the next day, a few saints appeared along with my guardian angel and each and every day more and more people were coming until the entire room of the chapel was filled with all of these heavenly holy men and women and the Blessed Mother, all kneeling before this tabernacle, and we would pray the rosary together. And yeah, that was powerful powerful to me. It was so powerful. Um, Recently, on our honeymoon, we were driving up to the tippy top of this volcano to see the stars. It was beautiful. But on the way down, we were so tired. We were so tired, we had to pull over and take a 10-minute cat nap, which turned into an hour cat nap. And we decided, okay, we're awake. Let's, let's you know, drive the rest of the way down. We still had an hour to go. So I started praying 
Hail Marys because I was just like, Blessed Mother, please get us there safely. There's like, you know, hairpin turns every few feet. You know, it was very dangerous. It was pitch black. We were on a cliffside volcano mountain. And all of a sudden, we, both of us, smelled this overwhelming, beautiful, beautiful, thick scent of roses. And we're on a mountain. There, it is cold. It is like 50 degrees. There's cows and manure. (laughs) And all we could smell were these beautiful heavenly roses. And I said, Jerry, do you smell that? And he said, yeah, I do. I said, the Blessed Mother's here with us and she's keeping us safe right now so that we can get home and live another day in yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, so I didn't fall asleep. In I the wheel. love that. Yeah. yeah. And so again, you know, I, I want to encourage the, the people that are listening to this beautiful, this, this witness from both of these young people um, that they have seen lives transformed. Mm. They've seen marriages healed. They've seen... Uh, they've had experiences of miraculous, you know, seeing your guardian angel or, or the saints come and pray with you. Like if we understood as children of God, how close we are mm. to heaven, because heaven is literally of, it's like a thin veil between us and them. And they want to be mm-hmm. part of our journey. Mm-hmm. But the the way they're part of our journey is through prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's the power of prayer that changes everything. Mm-hmm. And so the rosary is one of the gifts that has been given to us mm-hmm. uh, to be committed to prayer. It's just one of the ways, right? We can pray in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But you you hear these stories of Rachel seeing these beautiful um, experiences of heaven. I know other people who've had those experiences. It's not that uncommon when you pray, yeah. it really isn't. The Lord wants to reveal himself to us. He does. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he seems like a mystery, but he's not. He he wants to be so close and near to us. And the rosary is one of the surest ways to get to him. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so, again, you know, I, I encourage Rachel to share these beautiful experiences that she has because they touch people's hearts and they help people to long for more. Mm. And the reality is that if you pray consistently, you will experience God. Absolutely. Now, I've never had an experience like like the ones Rachel has described. That's not meant for me for whatever reason. But what I have experienced is tremendous um, grace in my heart. Mm-hmm. During the prayer of the rosary, many times I've experienced an infilling of the Holy Spirit. Wherever Mother Mary is, the Holy Spirit is present, Right. It's her spouse. Mm -hmm. And so I have had powerful experiences of the Holy Spirit during the prayer of the rosary. So my, my reason to emphasize this again is for anyone who's listening in, who struggles to pray, take a baby step, Mm -hmm. just one hail Mary. Mm -hmm. And it it can begin to transform your life and open you to graces that you can't even imagine. Definitely. That's like, that reminds me of some advice I had gotten from a priest back when I was in college saying like, if you're struggling with the rosary, like you don't have to be gung ho about it, right? Just pray a decade. Like if you're on the bus between classes or if you're driving to work, like pray a decade, like, you know, break it down, like you said, and, and make it easy and manageable. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you, what we were saying right there made me just think it's almost so simple. Like, do you want peace? 
Pray the rosary. <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> I, want peace? Yeah, who doesn't want peace, right? Like, pray the rosary. Like, in my most anxious moments, mm-hmm. I, I quiet my heart and I pray the rosary, and I feel better every single time afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you do. And those are the moments, at least, Rachel, it's probably similar for you, but for me too, is those are the moments when you probably most don't want to, your emotions and your passions that are not bad, but like they can, you know, steer us away from God sometimes. You don't want to do it, but when you do it, you feel so much better. And those are like the most powerful moments usually is when you don't want to, but you do it anyway. It sounds dramatic, but I truly feel like I can breathe better afterwards. Absolutely. And I always, you know, what I always say when I explain to people how I run to the Lord. I, I always say I run to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? I run to my little kneeler and I pray in my prayer space, or I run to one of my favorite spots at Marytown in Libertyville, where they have 24-hour adoration, and I kneel at his feet. And I, Mother Mary's, again, always part of my prayer because she's so present to my life of faith. But I'm always, I mean, ev- I always find peace whenever mm-hmm. I turn to prayer, because it is a gift to us that transforms us and it fills us with that grace that we need to calm mm-hmm. our hearts. And she promises it too, right? The Our she Lady does. Fatima asks us to pray the rosary daily for peace, for an end to war and violence, exactly. disease, and all the evils of the world, you know, rosary. Jesus and need. Mary can be trusted. When they ask us to do something, there's a reason for mm-hmm. it. And so we should learn and be be the obedient children we're called to be. Not easy, but it is in the end going to bring great graces into our lives, and it's going to ch- transform the world around us. And you know, you you mentioned that here I am, the Rosary Lady, right? I was inspired to start that Rosary mm-hmm. group, and then you know, your mother joined, and it trans. I I got to watch the transformation of her life, your father's life, your family's. It was such a gift to me to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I, anyone listening in, if you're struggling with anything, pick up a rosary and, mm-hmm. and begin just with that one, one Hail Mary or that one Our Father, that one decade. Don't overdo it, but know that Jesus and Mary want to bless you greatly. And you know, actually, something that I was also um, thinking about is even if you want to start the rosary and you're still struggling, start just carrying one around. Mm. Jeremy, you carry one with you almost every day. Mm-hmm. So many of our friends from Franciscan always had one time they went to a prom or a spring formal yeah. and they go, Hey, just to quick, quickly see how many of you guys have a rosary and every single man all amended, yeah. pulled out a rosary from their suit, jacket, tux, whatnot. Beautiful. And they all held their rosaries. Hold that in your pocket. Hold that in your purse. Hold that close to your heart. So you can have something to hold on to. It's holding the Blessed Mother's hand and walking towards Jesus. And it raises your mind and heart to heaven. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I beautiful. Just, I just want to make one last comment because I have to. And if you're like my beautiful wife and you just don't have a rosary, <laughs> just use the rosary. Oh, and her mom, I guess, too. Just use the rosary that <laughs> the our Lord. Blessed Mother gave us, your fingers. Amen they do that. the same thing. Amen to that. <laughs> All right, well, this is Letty Medina with Fullness of Life. We'll be right back after this short break. 
Hello, I'm Father James Kubicki, the U.S. Director of the Apostleship of Prayer, and I ask you to support Catholic Radio in your area because Catholic Radio is the way that we can get the word out today. It's Catholic evangelization at its best, and I've heard conversion stories all over the place because of people who have tuned in as they're driving or in their homes, listening to Catholic Radio by accident and the Lord touching their hearts through the message they heard. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. This is Letty Medina with Fullness of Life, and I'm here with Jeremy and Rachel Fisher, who have been sharing their personal witness about their love of Mother Mary and the prayer of the rosary. And as we kind of pull this show uh, to to a close over the next 14 minutes, I kind of want to highlight maybe why we want to encourage people to pray the rosary, not just for, you know, the examples that they already shared about preparing for marriage, things like that. Those are beautiful. But what what are some of the others? And I know, Rachel, you have a, a quote you want to read. Um, this is a quote by Pope Benedict XVI. He's so awesome. Through the rosary, we allow ourselves to be guided by Mary, the model of faith, in meditating on the mysteries of Christ. Day after day, she helps us to assimilate the gospel so that it gives a form to our life as a whole. So... I think that's just so beautiful in explaining why and how the rosary is such a beautiful tool that helps us walk closer to Christ, helps form our prayer life, helps choose right from wrong. It helps us choose the Lord again and again and again, sometimes without us even realizing it, you know? Um, It helps make us holy. Beautiful. Yeah, it's that. I think the why is kind of like the pinnacle of this of this conversation, though, um, because it's important to understand. I don't think if you really understood why, you know, it it, it could get repetitive and old and just kind of dull. I would say, um, but I think the the overall answer to why would be because Jesus asked us to. Jesus wants us to have a relationship with his mother you mentioned it letty i think the beginning of the show um jesus on the cross talking to john his his beloved and his mother and you know saying mary this or mother behold your son and son behold your mother as he as he hung there on the cross and as we know and through the tradition of the church that was not jesus just giving john a mother and the apostles a mother but but the whole church the universal church mary to be our protectress to be our advocate to be our conqueror you know and to to watch over us as a true mother um so i think that's the ultimate answer would be jesus wants us to um but i think as rachel said there too and then we look at the life of mary and the other teachings of the church she's without sin who better to be an example right who better to follow in faith than someone who lived this life sinless but still a mere creature as we are um and uh, yeah, so I think that's a good when you if you're struggling or if 
if you're thinking why I need to do this to to remember that like Christ wants this for us he he desires this for us um and it, yeah. yeah go ahead Another thing that's just so amazing about the Catholic Church is how unitive and communal it is. It draws the entire body of Christ, which is all of us, together. Um, this, mm-hmm. another <laughs> quote, but this is by Pope Benedict XV. It says, Of all forms of prayer, that of the rosary is more than ever necessary, for it is not it not only addresses itself to Mary through whom it pleased God to send every grace to us, but more than any other prayer, it bears the universal stamp of collective and familial prayer. It takes every single person throughout the world who has prayed the rosary before, who's praying the rosary at that very same moment, and it binds us together as children of God. The Lord hears all of us in union praying this rosary. So if you ever feel alone, if you ever feel like you haven't been heard by the Lord, know that he has heard you. He is listening to each and every person praying this rosary separate, together, alone. Mm-hmm. You know, it it binds us all together and it brings our prayers to the foot of the cross. That's beautiful. I'm looking at this one book called The Secret of the Rosary by St. Louis de Montfort. Mm -hmm. And he gave us a list of the benefits of Mm. praying the rosary. And so one of the first ones he mentions is that it gradually gives us a perfect knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. And it like makes sense, right? Who knew Jesus better on earth? Like Jesus Christ, I mean, we believe he's still present with us, right? But his living year, zero to 33 or whatever, when he died, like Mary was literally there every year of his life walking with him. So who who knows him better, you know? Yeah, John Paul II actually said, the rosary mystically transports us to Mary's side as she is busy watching over the human growth of Christ in the home of Nazareth. (sighs) Like that is just, that's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. We are walking with Mary watching over the Christ child Mm -hmm. throughout his 33 years of life until death and even after until his resurrection and ascension. It's amazing. Beautiful, powerful stuff. The other, one of the the other benefits that St. Louis writes about is it purifies our souls, washing away sin. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'd never thought about that. But if you're, if you're praying, again, when we pray, right, we're raising our hearts and minds to the Lord. We're opening ourselves to receive grace Grace is powerful, right? Mm-hmm. And it cha- changes us to want to be more like Christ mm-hmm. and like the Blessed Mother. So sin becomes repugnant to us. Mm-hmm. And so it is going to help us to turn away from sin. It does make sense when you kind of sit and think about that. Yeah, and I think that follows with some, when you look at church history and tradition, um, that repetitive prayer has been used as a means of specifically prayer of reparation um, and prayer of penance. Um, if you look at like desert fathers and and other things, other like hermits and, and monks and stuff like that, like this idea of doing penance and reparation, you know, we talk about doing reparation for uh, the sins committed against Mary's most immaculate heart or our Lord's most sacred heart. Um, and there really is, it's something almost, I, I think is kind of intuitive about repetitive prayer like that, that of course it's a joyful thing. When I say penance or reparation, it doesn't need to be miserable or, or anything. It's a joyful thing, but there is something penitential about repetitive prayer that it's not just for you, but it's for making up for something maybe that you have done or that others have done. 
Um, and, and I think that's that's a big part of it, washing away our sins, because it, as we continue to just repeat the same words, and like I said, guys, you don't always think or meditate. Some days you're just not having a good day, but those words are still being said by you, and your brain subconsciously is is you know dwelling on them, and like that brings us to a heavenly realm, I guess you could say, and it, and it brings mercy and it, it really sanctifies our souls and cleanses our soul through those. It, I mean, it pleases prayers. the Lord when we make yeah. an effort to pray, even when we're not mm-hmm. fully a hundred percent engaged in it. Right. Yeah. And so we have to be more gentle with ourselves and just keep, keep trying yeah. to grow in that, you know, devotion and that reverence mm-hmm. of prayer. And some days we're going to have good days and some days yeah. we're not. And that's okay. It's so funny. It actually, what you were just saying reminds me of one of the Fatima children, Francisco. Yes. He one day did not want to pray the rosary. So he just said, well, I'm just going to pray one decade and I'm going to pray it real fast. So he did. And the Blessed Mother appeared to him and said, Francisco, those 10 Hail Marys brought about the conversion of a man dying in China on his deathbed. Wow. So even though he was like, I am not about this right now. I don't want to do this right now, but I'll do it anyways. And I'll say it quick and I'll, you know, the Lord still took that and used it for good. The Lord still took that and poured grace upon grace upon it, not even for Francisco, but for his other children who need it. Mm-hmm. You know, it be, it, the rosary helps you become less self-centered and more other-centered. Mm-hmm. It helps you love others even when you, you're not realizing that's what it's doing. Yeah, that makes me actually think what you just said there, Rach. Um, if anyone struggles or, th- you know, they they find themselves saying, yeah, I'll pray for you or whatever, and you struggle with praying for people. I know for myself, ro- the rosary is definitely the easiest and surest way to um, to intercede for others because mm-hmm. it's so intentional and it's, you, you sit down, you say, mom, Mary, please just hear all these petitions. And then you pray the rosary, you know, mm-hmm. cause I know it's hard sometimes if you're just sitting there and you're just like listing off a laundry list and you get distracted and all that. Um, so definitely it is a, it is a, uh, uh, intercession, uh, prayer for sure. Yeah, for sure. So one of the other benefits that St. Louis lists in his book is it gives us victory over all our enemies. Who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. True. Right? And it's what I said earlier that Padre Pio says it's a weapon. It's a weapon against the enemy of our soul in particular, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Satan and his many minions that try to trip us up and, and tempt us and obstruct our path of holiness. Um and Mother Mary is a huge blessing to us in fighting against that evil. So it makes sense that this prayer of the rosary will help us to have victory over our enemies. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Definitely. Yeah, it's so powerful. It can stop wars. You know, it can stop famine. It can stop wars. Another saint story, I'm just full of saint stories, because, Mom, you read these stories to me growing <laughs> yes. up, is one of um, St. Mother Teresa. At one point during, I can't remember which war, yeah. but there was a war going on and there was an orphanage across the enemy line and blessed or Saint Mother Teresa said, may I go and 
get the orphans from that orphanage. And whoever she spoke to said, yeah, absolutely not. There's a war going on. That's enemy territory. And she said, well, if there's a ceasefire and a stalemate, can I go do it? And he said, sure. And so her, as long as, as well as all of her followers and sisters, they went and they started praying the rosary. And just a few hours later, yeah, there was like a ceasefire. There was a ceasefire. And she said, okay, I'll have that bus. I'll take that bus and go get those orphans now. And, you know, it stopped the war for St. Mother Teresa for this. You know, she she had faith that it would. She had faith in our Blessed Mother. And our Blessed Mother went to her son who could not deny her. That's so beautiful. I love those stories. Mm -hmm. And again, if we understood the power of prayer, we would be running to prayer much more often, right? Yeah. Yes. And I pray the rosary when I hear one of my friends or family members uh, is in great need of something that they're, you know, there's a crisis going on. I go to my rosary. That's what I pick up um, because I know the power of the rosary Mm -hmm. is going to help them with whatever they need. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, One of the other things that St. Louis talks about is it sets us on fire with love of our blessed Lord. Mm. Wow. Well, and that's again, Mother Mary was all about loving Jesus perfectly from the moment he was conceived in her womb until the moment that he died and and then he came back and res- and he was with them for 40 days before he rose again. She's always about leading people to her son who is the savior. And so it's going to make sense that if we have a devotion to praying the rosary, that it's all about fanning that flame in our hearts to fall more deeply in love with her son, Mm -hmm. because that's all she cares about. Mm -hmm. He's the way and the truth and the life. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. well, we only have a few more, less than a minute to go. And I just want to thank the two of you for coming and sharing your beautiful hearts with us. I think it, I'm sure it's touched many listeners to hear young people who are devoted to Mother Mary, who are devoted to our dear Lord and to following him and, and to prayer. Why don't we, if you don't mind, Jeremy, can you lead us in a final just little prayer of thanksgiving? Yeah, definitely. In the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for your most beautiful and blessed Mother Mary. We ask you, Mother Mary, to intercede for us and all the listeners here today to be with them. We offer up all their struggles, their wounds, their hurts, um, but their joys as well to your most immaculate heart, uh, asking you to please pour out grace upon grace upon all of us and our families. Uh, You are the Queen of Heaven. And you are um, just the cherished daughter of God and our mother. And we thank you for your intercession. Please be with us as we go from here. And we honor you greatly as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of the Rosary. Pray Pray for for us. us. Amen. Thank you so much. And thank you all for tuning in. And please stay with us every month as we bring uh, these shows about how to live the fullness of life 
So until we meet again, I'm wishing you all this fullness of life. Bye. Salve Regina, Mata Misericordia, Pizza Dulcedo, Espes Nostra Salve, A Te Clamamus, Exules Filiebe, A Te Suspiramus, Gementes et Flentes, in hoc lacrimarum vale. Ega ergo, advocata nostra, illus tuos misericordes oculos ad nos convete. Et Jesu, benedictum fructum patris tui, nobis postoc exilium, Ostende, O Clement, O Pia, O Ducis, Virgo Maria.